Welcome to the party. Bung bang. Big week this week, but do have some disappointing news for the Brodies. Um, Mr. International Heem won't be joining us again today, um, but for a good reason. Um, oh my God. Amateur hour. Um, that was my phone. That was the first time my phone's ever made a sound on the potty, so... Ah, shit. I'm not going to start recording again, though, because we do this shit rough, rugged, and raw here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But what I was saying was good news for the bad news. We don't have international heme here today, but he is in the playoffs, and so he couldn't make it. And uh, we're all wishing him the best, clearly. Uh... You know, stack them chips, get them buckets, and, uh, you know, get that action. But in the news this week, what do we have? We have, we have the Oscars. We have the NFL Combine. Uh, you know, we had we a bit of, uh, bit of news in boxing. Sport's going to be, sport's going to be quite the segment this week, ladies, so, um, don't don't worry. I'll try. I'll leave it to the end. Then you can skip through it. Hear that poor posture of the week. But um, yes. So I don't even I don't even know where to begin today. I went to a uh, another circus type show last night after going out to dinner with the lady and my mom. And um. Here's, here's what it is. It was, it was good. It was fun. But you gotta, you gotta grab my attention from the start of that shit though, right? It was a bit of, um, how you say, fucking around before it all got, it all got, uh, to the flips and to the, you know, the good, the strong man shit, you know? Um, but no, it was, it was good. It was good. It was entertaining for the most part. And, uh, I would recommend it. If anyone is in Adelaide for the Fringe Festival, go and see Attic, A-double-T-I-C. They're only in town for two more days. Um, so by the time you listen to this, you probably, as soon as you heard me say that, you have to go to it like right now. So pause this, get in your car, go to the Tandania Theatre. Watch that shit and get home, unpause, listen to Welcome to the Party. Okay? Um, who watched the Oscars? Because here's, here's how I see it. Um, it's just, it's too political, man. Every, so every cat's just got, you're an actor, man. You're an actor. You got to make political statements for winning a little statue. Um, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Like sometimes I just want to, you know, I want to watch the award show. I want to see, you know, I want to see uh, who won what. Shout out to Kobe. Dear basketball. Um, Kobe's got an Oscar now, everybody. So, uh, Mike, LeBron. 
Come on. Show me what you got, motherfuckers. Kobe's out here winning Oscars, son. Um, I don't even know what it was for. Uh, but he he wrote the Dear Basketball letter. It got turned into, I don't know if it was like um, best short film, maybe. He may have got best short film. Best animated short film, maybe. Uh, but... Out of all the winners, I think I only saw two movies, and that was Dear Basketball and Get Out. So shout out to Jordan Peele, um, who made some sort of history for like first uh, African-American to... What did they even win? Best Original Screenplay or something? Um, Best Original... Yeah, I think that was what it was. But yeah, first African-American to ever win... um, Best original screenplay. So, shout out to Jordan Peele, man. That's um, big time. Big time. Slap it a best. Slap it a best. Big time. Um, man, was there much happening in the in the news this week? I don't know if I followed it. So, um, there was there was something about um. Fuck that, man! I was watching. I was watching um, this Netflix documentary as just a just a one one part thing, but it's called Un Something. I have not sourced a motherfucking thing this week, but um, uneducated. No, no, that's just the uh, Welcome to the Party podcast. Um, unexplained, maybe could be unexplained. Um, I'm actually looking right now because unacknowledged is called unacknowledged. Um, and it's, it's all these government officials, U S government officials, or maybe retired U S government officials that claim they know secrets about Roswell and like all of the, the extraterrestrial activity. Right. And they were saying shit about, um, like, a UFO crashed. Um, I don't even remember where. It's all unsourced. But it's kind of sourced because I did watch this. But I only watched 20 minutes of it, you see. So I haven't haven't glued together all the facts. But here's what it is. Is um, this this UFO, they say, it crashed. And they, they, they like went and investigated it. There was, I think, two, three, four aliens in the shit. Clearly wasn't paying enough attention or didn't complete watching the thing. It's all up in the air. Okay. But, um, so they, they get these aliens and you know, in the movies, when you see aliens, they're like seven, eight feet tall. They said that these aliens were like three or four feet tall, skinny as can be. Right. And they thought they were naked, chest naked, but they actually had like this really thin bodysuit on. This is, this is, sci-fi type shit right but this is all coming from separate interviews at separate time and these dudes are all like they've all got similar information so they're saying like these things didn't have thumbs they only had four fingers but on the tips of their fingers they had like these they looked like suction devices so they would still be able to pick things up without opposable thumbs right and then the spacecraft they said there was nothing that to a human looked like a 
um, a steering wheel or like a gear stick or nothing like that or a throttle, nothing like that. They said that there was just these pads that it looked like these creatures would put their hands on and either move it with their hands or telepathically. And man, I'm sitting there believing all this shit, right? Because like, I don't so much believe in ghosts or, you know, psychics or, um, you know, uh, deities, but, um, like, like extraterrestrial life and intelligent life, man. Like for the universe to be as big as it is, I sound high. I'm not high. It's 8.30 in the morning. I guess I could have wake, wake and baked, but I didn't. Okay. But this stuff is interesting to me. Anyway, this, um, could have been, um, hold on. Where was I? Hmm. Oh yeah. So like, I think that the, um, with the size of the universe, we cannot be the only intelligent life. If you're willing to call human beings intelligent, right? We're goddamn idiots that I'm not going to go down that wormhole, but, um, so they said in this thing that it is estimated that for every grain of sand on earth, there is another planet similar to earth that can sustain life. Okay. Um, they even said that there's super earths, super earth, nigga. We're on this one normal earth and can't handle that. And you're going to be talking about super earth, bruh. Oh my God. Let me just have a sip of this coffee. Man. So, so there's that, but then they're talking about, um, how we, uh, there's no reason for us to perceive, um, other forms of life as threats at this stage, but they definitely consider us as threats. Okay. So they went on to say that after, um, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and then like, um, the testing in Nevada that, uh, I don't know if it was NASA or the military or whatever. Someone was sending out an, um, like an A-bomb into the, like outside of the atmosphere, right? Like the stratosphere or whatever into space, sending a nuclear warhead into space. And they were watching it go up and this, this beam of light hit it from four angles, right? And the thing didn't end up exploding when it was out in space. So they know, right? Hey, call me naive. I could be just buying into this shit because I want to believe. But hey, some of you fucking weirdos believe in Bigfoot. Some of you weirdos think that someone can read the creases in your hand and tell you what's going to happen to you when you're 80. Some of you clowns believe that an unfucked broad had a baby and the baby just walked on water and shit and is coming back to Jerusalem. Hey, that was pretty ignorant, Clay. That's okay. That's okay. Because that's not the only crazy shit. Because you got L. Ron Hubbard 
talking about space. Well, actually, Elron Hubbard might have a point. If I believe in spaceships, maybe I've got to look into Scientology. No, no. That is foolishness, thought I just said. But um, all the religions are crazy. Okay? Wind it back. I just said I don't believe in deities. Chill. God, everybody's so sensitive. Man, all this um, Trump talk lately about racism, this and, you know, um, uh, sexism, that, misogynist. Bruh, if we all was walking around with little blank patches between our legs and we all was the same color, we would still find a way to hate different groups. Oh, like based on location or height or some shit. We're inherently tribal as a species. And so we find groups to, to hate for no reason. Think about it. In, in areas where, um, you know, racism is not so much of a factor or whatever, like there's, 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 you know, an acceptable level of equality. Let's just say that. Then you play in a sports team and you're in high school and you play, you're, you're from South High School and you're playing against North High School. You fucking hate North High School, man. Fucking hate them. Why? They're just like you. They just play on the other team. They live on the North side and you live on the South side. Inherently tribal human beings. That's what we do. Like, so, with all, with, like, that's why we're, we're afraid of aliens and shit, because they're different. So, that's why we're on team white, or team black, or team cock, or team puss, or team both, you know, team yellow, brown, black, white, fucking, you know. Team tall, team small. There is a group of people called the Pygmies. I think they come from Congo. Hey, you can fact check. I won't. But they um, they border on another country. Don't know where it is. I don't know what country it is. Sudan? No, probably not. I don't know. But the country they border with hates them because the Pygmies are tiny and they think that they're... The other country thinks that the pygmies are magic. And so they don't fuck with them. What? What? Magic. And we're going to be here in our first world countries worrying about uh, racism. And I know I'm a huge one of those people. I'm scared of the cops. Believe Okay, they scare me because of everything that's happened. But that's me. That's me tarring everybody with the same brush. Or there's good cops, man. There's good cops, and you never, you know, you never hear the stories of like white cop saves black man from you know dying while pinned under car. You don't hear that story. You just hear about the fucking sickos out there, you know, killing killing a man while his baby's in the back seat. 
because the media, the media does that to us. Nothing against media. This is media, but this is real shit. That's why they won't put me on TV or the radio. They don't want real shit. This ain't the shit they want to hear. This is the shit they need to hear. Here at the Welcome to the Party podcast. Man. Um, so, anyway, I think Trump's going to win 2020. Hey, 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 don't be mad at me. All right. The guy dumbs everything down and the normal, the layman, the layman can understand the politics that he's spitting, even though it's mainly not even politics that he's spitting. He's just spitting or grabbing pussies or whatever he does. Grab him by the pussy. Um, he's going to win. He's going to win again. He's gone eight years. He cannot get impeached for the, the recklessness that he has been doing, like saying. He can't get impeached for the shit that he says or, you know. What it, what's that shit? Um, what's that shit called when um, like you do a crime, but like a certain amount of time goes by and... Um, you don't get in trouble for a money-making bitch. If you can find that for me, that would be fucking superb. But it's, um, I keep wanting to say a statement of reasons, but that's not what it's called. What it's called. Um, ah, shit. Money-making Mitch, find that shit, man. I'm getting texts and shit. I am, I am distracted. I've got a Bucks show today. So, um, I'm, I'm like getting real hype for it because, uh, so it's presidential themed. Um, and so what we have to do is we call, like I'm Clay McMath, right? So everyone has to call me like, we're all the secret service. And then the, the groom is the, uh, um, the president. So everybody, all the guests will have to refer to each other as like agent, whatever. So I'm agent McMath and we have to call the groom, Mr. President, which is, um, which is dope. I've never, I've never been part of something like that before. So I'm pretty excited about that. I think it should be fun, um, and loose. Uh, but nah, I'm, so I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to record the party. I'm trying to, I'm trying to focus on the, 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 um, Bucks show, I'm trying to prepare myself mentally, right? I'm drinking a coffee, make sure I shake the rust off. Not that I'm, not that I'm, you know, not that I'm dusty or anything. Just went out, went out for dinner with mum and the lady. Um, and then went to that circus show. But, um, yeah, man, there was a lot of, uh, was Jennifer Lawrence drunk at the Oscars? She looked like she was having a great time. That's why I fuck with J-Law. She doesn't give a fuck. She, she's just out there having a good time. Um, I feel like she is what... Oh, thank you, Mitch. Thank you. It's called the Statute of Limitations. But here's the problem is I don't remember what I was talking about when, oh, thank you. Mitch just said I was talking about Trump and all his, like, he's not going to get impeached. Yeah, you can't get impeached, right, for something that happened 20 years ago. You already got elected. 
you know? There's got to be a statute of limitations on that. Like, I'm not a lawyer and I'm also not a politician, so I've got no fucking uh, reason to even be talking about this. But this is welcome to the party. And we make, we make calls based on our emotions with absolutely no fact-checking, except for when Moneymaker Mitch has to let me know what a word is that I forgot or a phrase like statute of limitations. And you get to learn and I get to remember. You're welcome, motherfuckers. Um, I've got a good energy today. I've had two early nights in a row. Yesterday I went to work late because I went to work early the day before that. And um, I had a good sleep in yesterday. I got all this juice right now. Oh, shit. Speaking of juice. Money making Mitch, take us to sports. Man, speaking of juice, Canelo Alvarez, man, he has, he has, um, tested positive for, uh, what's it called? PEDs, performance enhancing drugs. Um, clenbuterol, which is less for performance, more for, is more for making weight, I believe. But I don't even know what the next, um, fight with him is, like what, what weight class it is, but it's him and Triple G again, it's a rematch, rematch. Um, but I thought like, like I thought he should have been around that weight still, so I don't know why um, he would be taking that. So when I heard that, like when I read that um, headline, I was like, that doesn't make sense, right? But then, I actually clicked, I actually clicked this article. I like boxing, man. So I was like, you know, I'll find this out. I'll find this out. Um, apparently in Mexico, there's trace amounts of clenbuterol in the meat. Uh, no Bruno, uh, but the meat that Canelo has been eating, no Bruno, Canelo is um, Mexican. He's redheaded Mexican. Um, he, yeah, so he's got... But why hasn't he tested positive for this shit before, though? That's the thing. But they're saying that the meat in Mexico has trace amounts of clenbuterol. <laughs> that reminds me of Forensic Files. Uh, you know how people always die on Forensic Files from trace amounts? <laughs> it's... Uh, um, and Canelo Alvarez had trace amounts of clenbuterol in his system. That's how that dude talks on there. Oh, rest in peace, because that dude died. The, um, the voice from Forensic Files. Canelo Alvarez bludgeoned Triple G to death with his bare fists, and they found trace amounts of clenbuterol in his meat. <laughs> oh, no Bruno, fam. Um, yeah, so does the fight go ahead from here? Um, I don't know. If it, like, they have to investigate it further, but if it, if 
if it truly was trace amounts, trace amounts in his um, money making Mitch. Can you actually put in a clip of um, of I, don't, I forgot his name, the voice? Um, put put him in right here. Kathy's urine tested positive for trace amounts of succinylcholine. <laughs> Thank you, money making bitch. Triple M with the goods. Um, yeah, no, because if it truly is uh, trace amounts, um, then it could be from the meat. No, Bruno, but um, it depends, I guess, on how much was they found in the in in do. Um, but like, if he didn't need to make weight, um, like if he was already weighing what he was meant to weigh, then there wouldn't be any, you should fact check clenbuterol just in case I'm mistaken that it's, it's, it's a substance for making weight. Cause if it's not, then I'm just an absolute clown. You know what I mean? I can hear the haters right now. Man, you are a clown, man. You are a clown, say. Hey, motherfucker, you're listening to the podcast making me money. So fucking turn it off. I don't know what that was about. Um, maybe I've got trace amounts of bitterness in my system. <laughs> man, we're still on sports. Um, did anybody see? And hey, I don't, I don't watch the combine. This was, this was strictly um, uh, highlights only from Instagram. But listen, 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 listen. Did anybody see Shaquem Griffin play? Uh, oh, was it UCF or USF? See, money making Mitch. Look that shit up. But did anyone see Shaquem Griffin play uh, for college this season? This kid, bro, um, he 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 can play. Uh, it was UCF. Thank you, money making Mitch. Uh, he he's got one hand. He's got one fucking hand, um, and he fucking balls, man. And he got invited to the draft late. He got the quickest fucking 40-yard dash, I think, in history. Hey, bruh, that is unsourced. I just said that, but I don't know. But this dude, man, he went at the draft. He killed it. Um, he did 20 reps of, I don't know how many pounds they bench, but he did 20 reps of bench um, and... Like someone had, someone had recently said like, oh, I'll be impressed if he does five. Uh, and he, he basically was like, why don't you go fuck yourself, B? Cause I'm going to get 20. He like had a prosthetic on for the bench. But when he, when he plays, I believe he, I don't know what position he plays, but he like catches the ball and shit. Um, this is me. I'm texting again. I'm fucking texting. I'm... I am not fucking focused. I don't know what uh, position he plays. Linebacker, maybe? Linebacker? Can you um, confirm that money-making, Mitch? 
Linebacker. Okay, so he plays linebacker, but hey, he catches and shit. You should have seen the highlights from the draft. If if you haven't seen him, do yourself a favor. Look up Shaquem Griffin. S-H-A-Q-U-E-M. Griffin. If you can't spell Griffin, go fuck yourself. Um, so, yeah, man. He fucking... He was he was an inspiration to watch, really. Um, Money making Mitch, make sure you put that on the social media. Actually, them highlights um, from the draft and probably from college too. UCF, I believe, is what Money making Mitch is saying. But yeah, man, fuck, it's wild. What else? I don't think I've been gone for very long today, so I've got to figure something else out to talk about. Oh, it's already. Um, it's been 28 minutes, man. We're out here talking. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if I've got any poor posture this week or, or listen to this fuck shit. And you know what? The listen to this fuck shit theme song that Money Making Mitch was in, ha- was in charge of and that he handled. Huh, I love that. And so I'm mad that I haven't had any listen to this fuck shit lately. Very mad about it. Um, because they like that song just gets me gets me going a little bit. Yerd. Um Steph rolled his ankle again. Steph Curry, by the way, I'm talking about. I don't know if anyone cares about that, but um uh where am I? Oh yeah, the Rockets, Houston. Are they gonna? Did they need like, bruh? They are cruising. I think they've won like sixteen straight or some wild shit like that. And they're all like, oh, they're gonna beat Golden State. Um, Curry's not playing. Hey, they fucking the way they're playing. They were on track to beat Golden State anyway. I don't even like saying that. I don't like I don't like uh, saying that because um, uh, I I like Golden State. I like the way Golden State holds it down for Light Skin Nation. Um, and I don't really I don't wish ill will up on anyone, but I feel like Houston is fucking coming for that ass. Know what I mean? Um, there's these weird stats. You know how Sports Center always does weird stats, like because baseballs are so boring, they always bring out this shit, like, like um, you know, George Sharif, you know, batting an average of four hundred when his dad sits. In the right field section. Like, just weird shit, right? So, just shit that you don't care about, but you have to listen to because the game's so fucking slow. How do you watch baseball? How? It's hard. I've been there. Like, I can go to a game and get lit and watch it, but I can't just sit on my couch and watch it. I guess I could if I got lit, but I've got so many options if I'm at my house. I can put on... A movie, a better sport, uh, Call of Duty, um, a TV show, you know, a documentary called 
unacknowledged about aliens and all this, right? I don't know. But this is the weird stat that Sports Center said the other day. They said they were averaging LeBron's points per game stats for playing in front of different celebrities sitting courtside. So they said Diddy has been in been at six games, and at those games, LeBron has averaged 32.7 points per game. Okay, I'm just going to go through quickly, and I will say the name of the um, the celebrity, and then I'll just say how many points in how many games. And I'll just go, I'll bang through these real quick. There's eight, there's eight of them. So Diddy, 32.7 in six games. Beyonce and Jay-Z together, right? 31.7 in 14 games. Beyonce, Dolo. 31.5 in 17 games. Rihanna, 30.6 in 9 games. Jay-Z, 30.5 in 30 games. Drake, 30.4 in 18 games. Jack Nicholson, 30.7 in 7 games. And Usher, 28.9 in 28 games. And here's the thing. That stat means Daniel, okay? Because he averages all this without these motherfuckers. Why, why is it someone's job to come up with these stats? Why am I working my ass off every day with a real job when there's men out there coming up with these bullshit stats for probably four times the amount that I make? That does my head in. Sorry for the long pause. You probably you probably looked at your phone and checked to see that if you had accidentally pressed pause or if your your earphones had fallen out of the jack or if if you know this was a corrupt file and moneymaker Mitch had fucked it up and it had just stopped playing cuz I I just was trying to think of why there's any men in the world with that job that could be you know they could be out there helping people they think this is just i've just moved on i've just moved on to another topic again because i said the words helping people and it triggered something in my mind they say that 20 billion dollars could end poverty in the united states i think i don't think worldwide but isn't that crazy and we just spent three trillion on war well we i just said we the u.s just spent three trillion dollars on war and $20 billion would um, solve poverty, right? But for the people, for the people that are like, you know, social justice warriors that want that, you have to think about um, things like the resources that homeless people do have. So they, they can find a place to shower, they can find a place to eat, they can find respite, you know? They can, there are places that will give them haircuts, help them get uh, clothes and shit for jobs, job interviews. There is resources out there. There is a lot of time and money being spent on the homeless, but um, there's also, there's also um, people that kind of like that may just be beyond help you know like 
you should watch the documentary Skid Row. There's just some crazy cats out there that like probably put themselves out there that don't like if you're crazy, if you're crazy, right? And I, I, I'm not even trying to be funny, but if you're so crazy that um, you think that you have to live inside a dumpster because that's the only place you're safe from the aliens because the dumpster's metal, right? And they can't, they can't like use their mind powers through metal or some shit. Like, if that's what you think, like you can't, you're not going to live in a house. That's, that's all there is to it. But if you, like, if you went bankrupt and you, you know, you had, you didn't work for a big bank, so you weren't going to get a fucking government bailout of fucking however million dollars for, for essentially fucking up a business. Whoa, going in the wrong direction here. If you're a normal person that goes bankrupt or whatever, you know, your, uh, your partner didn't have life insurance and you had to pay for their funeral and that, you, you know, you weren't that well off to begin with, bung, bung, you've got nothing. Um, like, I suppose those people are equipped to get back on their two feet and, you know, start over. But there is some people that's not equipped, some people that are not educated um, and then, then you go on further back into, um, you know, some people, ha- the public versus private school system and all of this, it's hard to like, it's hard to just think you can throw $20 billion at the problem, but perspective says 20 billion versus 3 trillion on war. That's pretty, that's some pretty wild shit, bruh. And then you got old boys, like the, what is it? Nine tech billionaires paying less tax than the fucking rest of the United States. When all those nine cats could get together and chuck in, you know, chuck in a little bit each and develop like homeless university. Can you imagine? Where, I mean, people would take advantage of it, I suppose, and say they're homeless. When they're, I don't know. But like where, where legitimately homeless people have a place to stay, right? They live there as long, and as long as they are getting good grades, they have a place, they have a place to live, man, for free. Imagine that. That's a weird idea though because some people would like intentionally go homeless because college loans are so fucking expensive. Which is another thing. Education should be free, right? Like like other countries, not even Australia, but Australia's education is way cheaper than America, right? But like like Switzerland or like Nor- Norway or yeah, or like those weird countries. I don't know why I called them weird. But those countries have free education like and so if you could somehow police that so people aren't like you know going bankrupt intentionally but like to get homeless people off the street and help them become you know citizens that are giving something back to society so like, yeah, homeless university, but you wouldn't call it that because that's f- the stigma surrounding that is fucking crazy. 
Um, but yeah, and then these cats, you can only, you don't, if you don't pass, you don't graduate clearly like no, but you, if you don't pass, you lose your place. You lose where you live. Um, it has to be like a locked down facility. That's it. You get a key card. So then you can't just bring all your homeless friends into your dorm room. It has to be like locked down. It has to be borderline institutionalized, right? But you, if you fail out, you lose your card and you get kicked out. You can't get back in. And then you get to be a truly homeless person. But if you, you know, if you have the actual capacity to do, to do this and I don't know, you get the point of what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to make it sound workable, but I don't know how, because I'm not a tech billionaire. If, if I could figure this idea out, I probably would be a billionaire. No, I wouldn't. I'd have to be a billionaire first. Oh my God. What am I fucking talking about? I had three dot points written down today and none of it was about aliens or homelessness. I have written next to me, Shaquem Griffin, Oscars, Canelo Alvarez. That's it. I have no poor posture of the week this week. Um, I, I don't know if I can give it to Dante. He's in the, he's in the playoffs, man. And my schedule didn't mix with his schedule. Um, so I could give it to myself, but I won't. I would never do that. Because if I gave myself poor posture of the week, you'd be like, why would I listen to your podcast? You number six. But this was still fun, though. I got to talk about a lot of stuff that I generally don't talk about. Um... I sound drunk or high. I'm not. Let me reiterate that. I just woke up. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, watching a lot of documentaries. So now I feel like I can change the world. I think that is what happened. I think I think I feel educated due to the media I have been consuming. But I like watching that shit turn myself into a part-time brainiac. You know what I mean? uninformed brainiac um but i do have to go now i have to get ready for this uh buck show very excited for it i do need to um i do need to play a little bit of cod first because uh that is necessary you know so um you all you have a great um day by the time you listen to this I will be um, over and done with the uh, Bucks show. I will be struggling, but I will be backing it up. You know, it's a long weekend. So uh, thanks for sticking in there. If you made it this far, you are a true uh, fan of Welcome to the Potty. And uh, I've got to find a name for you because I, I want... You know, Beyonce has the beehive. I want to have like a potty hive, but, and I can't call you guys the potty boys or the potty people. That's fucking lame, B. I need to find something. I'll find something um, by 
next, not the next guest episode, next weekend episode, so seven days from now, I'll have a name to call you cats and you'll be, you'll be my babies. You'll be my little um, cult members and we will, um, uh, you know, we'll take over. And our university, WTTPU, is uh, gonna shave, is gonna stop homelessness and poverty. Oh my god, I've lost the fucking plot, man. Uh, thanks for listening. Follow us. Oh yeah, for the amount of listeners we get, like we get hundreds, we get hundreds of listeners per episode. How how come none of you motherfuckers follow us on Instagram? Follow us. If you listen to us, I know you've got internet or smartphones or whatever. Follow us at Welcome to the Potty on uh, Instagram. At It's Time to Potty on Facebook. No. At It's Time to Potty on Twitter and Welcome to the Potty on Facebook. And uh, we have another great guest coming this Wednesday. You're going to love them. I'm not even going to tell you if it's him or her, but you're going to love them. It is going to be a fucking fantastic time and um yeah just follow us on everything and hit the fucking share button son we won the oscar we won the oscar for best film based on a podcast because clearly that's how we fucking roll we are award-winning podcast follow us share us tell a friend to tell a friend and let's get this money bang bang